Hello and welcome to the Idaho Reports podcast for April 26th. Katie Sanders is the managing editor of PolitiFact at the Pointer Institute for Media Studies. She was in Idaho earlier this year as the keynote speaker for the University of Idaho's annual Oppenheimer Media Ethics Symposium. Sanders joined Idaho Reports host Melissa Davlin at KUID in Moscow alongside the event for a conversation on misinformation, conspiracy theories, and editorial judgment in the media. Thanks so much for joining us. For those who aren't familiar with PolitiFact, what do you do? We fact check statements uh, by politicians or other claims on the internet that might be a little more anonymous. And we investigate them, we research them, we talk to experts, and then we rate the accuracy of the claims on our truth meter So it's a little goofy instrument with rating of true, mostly true, half true, all the way down to false or pants on fire for the most ridiculous claims. And so we've been at this work for 15 years, more than 15 years, several presidential cycles in between. Um, but even in a non-election year, we have plenty of work to do. And I've noticed a, a lot of your focus is on congressional and, and presidential coverage, but you do take a look at claims that originate in the states or online as well. Yes, we have a number of partners who replicate our work at the national level on the state level. So states like Texas, New York, Florida, North Carolina, there's um, under 10 or so. Um, unfortunately, not in the Northwest, but I would love for that to change. Yet, right? <laughs> yes, but I think even more than politicians these days, we are fact-checking claims that are online, that originated online, or were inspired by pundits or politicians and then take on a new life online. So that's a major part of what we do. Um, we used to be in the old days, chain emails, would be our online exposure, but that's definitely picked up since 2016. Now it's less the chain emails and more social media and things we see on Twitter and Facebook. Absolutely, they, they explode, they take off, um, and we try to address them as early as possible, but um, the algorithms are very, very powerful. And fact-checking takes rigor and it takes time. So we're hustling, we're working as fast as we can to pull the facts together, but you know, it, it is, it usually takes about a day. And by that time, it's gonna be in your TikTok feed, you know? And how many other claims have popped up in that same amount of time? And how many people are going to see the correction? Those, right. These are the challenges we face every day. You, know, you, you focus on fact-checking, but let's talk about the implications of misinformation that goes unchecked. What sort of policy proposals have you seen that have originated from misinformation? So PolitiFact is headquartered out of Florida, and I, I'm a Florida native. I've spent my professional career in Florida. And so it's not that the policies have gone unchecked. It's just that they go on anyway. Um, and so in Florida, we, you know, we have a governor, Ron DeSantis, and a surgeon general, the chief medical officer of the state, who are definitely on the raising questions, vaccine, vaccine skeptical side of the coronavirus vaccine debate. And so they popularize or promote a lot of research, research studies into COVID vaccines and mRNA vaccines that aren't peer reviewed, but they're not really disclosing that. Or they latch on to one sentence or one conclusion from the study while ignoring the context about how it shouldn't be broadly applied. That's the, that's the, the kind of routine nature that we see out of Florida. And I, I do think that when you're dealing with COVID and COVID treatments, that does have real life implications. Right, and we've certainly seen that in Idaho as well. You know, in, in journalism circles, I'm not sure if, if people fully realize if they're not familiar with journalism, but we have a lot of conversations in newsrooms about editorial judgment, basically which stories we cover, how we approach the coverage, especially with complex or controversial subjects. I, I wanted to get your take on whether you ever worry about 
giving oxygen to conspiracy theories or misinformation that might have gone away if it was ignored? I guess I'm not convinced it goes away. <laughs> um, this, the conspiracy theories we see seem very cyclical. Um, we've been covering COVID vaccine conspiracy theories for years now. They keep coming back up about vaccine shedding, you know, all kinds of things that were never based in reality. Um, but, you know, if you tie some scientific sounding words together, sound convincing to a lot of people. So I think that for journalists broadly, it's a, it's a good conversation to have about elevating something that is false and talking about it and fixating on it versus something that's in the news. I see that conversation, but for PolitiFact, for other fact checkers, I think it's our job to address and attack them head on and then assign that truth meter reading of false or pants on fire to the statement because people go to us for answers. And I think that they go to their newspapers or their public TV programs for context and for news of the day. I think for us, it's, it's much more expected that we would be tackling conspiracy theories on a fairly regular basis. And I think it's, it's powerful when you can attach the word false to something that your relative at the dinner table says is true. You can say, no, it's actually wrong in big print, false, and then here's why. That's what we specialize in. You touched on this a little bit earlier about how the nature of the spread of misinformation has changed just in the last 15 years since PolitiFact started. You know, and, and we know that misinformation has been around for as long as the printed word has been around. You know, you can see this in newspapers from the 1600s. Does your team ever think about the future and how it's evolving and, and what you might need to be ready for in the next five years? It's helpful to establish where we were when we were founded, which was very clear mission. mission, hold politicians accountable. Then it became hold pundits also accountable for what they're telling TV viewers. And then we started working in social media. And where I see us needing to develop, uh, and it's going to take more training and more tools, is on addressing um, threats with AI or um, video, audio manipulation. We do this on a pretty consistent basis now, but we're not technologists, we are reporters. So we can't diagnose by listening or um, watching a video. We, can't, we don't have that kind of production experience. We can't tell you exactly how it happened. We just can't and most journalists can't who don't have that training. So I do see that as PolitiFact 3.0 or 4.0, we need to evolve into that space. But for the, where we are now, by just doing some smart Google searches, looking at who was spreading it, where did it originate, raising questions, and then interviewing people who have that forensic technology experience. We get pretty far, but I do think that's an area where we need to grow. Katie Sanders, Managing Editor of PolitiFact, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. That's all we have this week on the Idaho Reports podcast. You can find more of our coverage online at idahoptv.org slash idahoreports. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for our Friday morning newsletter. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Presentation of Idaho Reports on Idaho Public Television is made possible through the generous support of the Laura Moore Cunningham Foundation, committed to fulfilling the Moore and Bettis family legacy of building the great state of Idaho, by the Friends of Idaho Public Television, and by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Hi, I'm Marcia Franklin, the producer and host of Dialogue. For more than 25 years, we've been bringing you conversations that matter. 
More than 150 of those conversations are with writers, and now you can take them with you wherever you go, while you're walking, around the house, or in the car. Just search for Dialogue with Marsha Franklin on Apple Podcasts and other podcast platforms, and remember to subscribe so that new shows download automatically. Enjoy.